there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Ben Weiner. Could you share a time in your professional life when you struggled? Mm-hmm. Maybe you even crashed and burned. I mm-hmm. know I have. But mm-hmm. most importantly, how you persevered and if there was a lesson that you learned in the process. Yes. So we were starting out as this farming group and just imagine You have not just the coffee from your farm, but that's actually a small part of what was our first shipping container of 280 bags of coffee, each weighing 152 pounds. I think it's, to do the math, but I think it's 42,000 something pounds of coffee of poor farmers. And you are organizing, putting it into a container. And we had a very well-known big importer who prides himself on supporting farmers was going to take this coffee and they had tasted it and they had done all kinds of quality control with us. They had seen it and they said, this coffee is outstanding. And meanwhile, coffee, the coffee economy is a very difficult one. And so in the nineties, the price of coffee was below a dollar. It were almost back there again, but in the middle term, there was a time when it actually was above $3 and the price of coffee at that time was very high. And this company was going to buy it for, I think, $4.50 a pound. That was a very, very, very high price at the time. And we were about to ship the coffee and we had contracts, signed contracts to sell this coffee to this big importer. And the price of coffee crashed. And this is right as we're sending pre-shipment samples because the contract says you have to send samples and they have to be approved. And if there's a dispute, it's going to be settled by the Green Coffee Association, which is located in the U.S. And they said, you know what? This coffee just doesn't taste good. And I said, what do you mean it doesn't taste good? This isn't just one coffee. This is 20 different farmers' coffee. How could it possibly be that every single one of them doesn't taste good? And yeah, this just isn't what we were cupping earlier. And I, I said, are you kidding me? And so I started asking professionals in Nicaragua, asking professionals in the U.S. what could be going on. I sent samples out to a lot of different people asking for advice. They said, this coffee is outstanding, is what everyone else was telling us. This is incredible. What's happening is they don't want to get stuck with expensive coffee because the price of coffee just crashed and they're completely screwing you over. And I thought, oh my goodness. I mean, I I put my own money into making Gold Mountain Coffee Growers be able to have funding to start. And... I'm about to not only fail all these farmers, but fail myself and my family. And this is going to be horrible. So it was going to be a big crash and burn moment. And so what I started doing was every single night writing to every single roaster I could find and, you know, taking a lunch break or a vacation every 
public holiday and just calling roasters from morning to night with a set plan of all the ones I was going to call. So I could just bang out all these calls. And I was able to find roasters to buy the coffee. They loved it. And we said, we're never going to work with that importer that lacks scruples again. And we're going to just, our model is going to be working with roasters because we can't get screwed over like this again. And it made us much stronger. And that was really what set Gold Mountain Coffee Growers apart because then the roasters started getting to know us and they asked for more coffee the next year. And we started growing by word of mouth. That was a uh, scary, very, very, very scary time. And we almost went bankrupt and failed, but we were able to turn it around through very, very hard work and perseverance. I was just going to say through your hustle and refusing to give up. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, I mean, if you just think about all of these families who many of them had been living in abject poverty and we're trying to help them turn their own lives around by connecting with markets. And meanwhile, we'd put all our eggs in one basket and that was a mistake. And that basket was about to fail us and have the bottom just fall right out. Oh my and, gosh. Um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.